Three. I want to do like Joe Rogan's. Oh, can I do? Yeah. Three, two, one. Tim was kind of dumb. Let's help him get smart. It's time to teach Tim stuff. So let's. Oops. Why did it take pictures? Super professional here. That was a great song. You son of a bitch. 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 Doing Tim Rage's podcast. Hell yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Tim's kind of dumb. Let's help him get smart. It's time to teach Tim stuff. Hey, welcome to Time to Teach Tim. Got John DeMann in the house. Yeah. And we are learning. Drum roll, please. Drums. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Thank you for coming by. Uh, thank you for bringing drums. We got the pads. We got snare drums, right? These are the snares. These are the snare drums. It seems like I have to teach you nothing. You've already learned everything, Tim. <laughs> I know like a bare minimum of drums. Okay. I know enough drums to play like three punk rock songs and then like that's it. So I know doo-doo pop. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't every punk rock song the same beat anyway? Yeah, yeah. Mostly? It's doo-doo pop or doo-pop, doo-pop, doo-pop. <laughs> right, there you go. Yeah, 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 there you go. I'm yeah. going to get shit from the uh, punk rock drumming community and be like, it's way more than that. <laughs> <laughs> but is it really? I mean, it's really not. I mean, a lot of drums really, you could break down into the doo-pop, like, vernacular yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. a lot of drumming is just patterns that's what i kind of wanted to get into today because this is how really from a very um beginning of drumming and from at least my beginning of it it was uh a lot about patterns and just like the different patterns you're doing and yeah. stuff like that from the very beginning you're learning about patterns and how to sort of use them and displace them throughout the music yeah you know so what i mean when you first learned, did you learn from somebody? Like, did you start with classes? Did you start with learning on your own? I Someone... started, yeah, I started when I was about 13. All right. Um, and I had a teacher. This is great coffee, by the way. Shout out to Tim Rager Thank and his you. coffee making skills. Thank you. This is uh, Orion Two Bridges. Oh, wow. Very freaking classy, yo. Yeah. Yo, very freaking classy. <laughs> I do not get this shit at Starbucks, son. This is like, I haven't had a good cup of coffee in like a minute because uh, I don't make yeah. my own coffee. This is nice. Yeah, yeah. This is real nice. I'm savor this shit, bro. Yeah, shout out to trade.com. I think it's, or tradeco.com, something like that. It's like a subscription service for coffee. Shout out to butt.gay.sex.com um, <laughs> for no particular, no particular reason. I just really enjoy that sec, uh, site. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't stop talking about it before. You're like, you got to check this website out. It's great. <laughs> Tim, please let me blow my own self up. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, no, we're having a lot of fun already here, guys. Like, so, yeah. Also, shout out to Tim Dillon. Fake business mug. This is not my mug. Tim Rager brought it. Uh, Tim Dillon, next time you're in the stress factory, hit this guy up because he went to go see your show. He was telling me. Yeah, yeah. It was a good good time. I had all around. Yeah. I was like amazed that it wasn't like 
sold that. Like uh, to me, Tim right? Dillon is like upper echelon. Like it doesn't get much better. And they're like, I went alone because I went to a, many comedy <laughs> shows alone for some reason. Yo, happens, son. <laughs> you call me next time because I almost went alone to a Tim Dillon show recently, yeah. like over COVID or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was like fifty bucks for a table. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm a broke ass broke bitch. What do they expect? Yeah. You know, I'd have to split that with like ten people if I was ever gonna go. Yeah, they expect you, to have <laughs> you know friends. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So we're friends. Let's definitely go see Tim Dillon. Yeah. The only show I went to. Where I was able to not buy a whole table mm-hmm. was uh, Andrew Schultz because I had already had the ticket pre-COVID. Yeah. So they're like, I was like, hey, I just have the one ticket. Word. And they're like, yeah, we can see you. And then like, I just sat alone on the side. <laughs> 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 it looked so depressing. They're like, everybody in their groups of six. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like off in the corner. <laughs> man, I wish I could get pussy. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Why does pussy elude me so? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope Andrew doesn't see me over here and make fun of me. He just did a whole crowd work special, too. He's going to fucking rip me a new one. Uh, I I'd like, love to see you pouting in the stress factory <laughs> while everyone else has a great time. You're skulking and pouting in the corner. <laughs> oh, if if my career ever goes anywhere, I'm sure yeah. you'll get the chance to see me <laughs> skulk. <laughs> Hell yeah. That bro. didn't go as well. <laughs> I thought that was going to go so much better. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me every time. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally me every time. <laughs> Fuck, why couldn't Mark Gals be in the crowd so I could just didn't fucking... <laughs> I could just riff on how shitty he is and get so many laughs. No, 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 no. Mark Gals, if you listen, which I know you probably will, you're a good guy. Mark Gals and my parents are the only listeners I have. <laughs> 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 How many times has he actually come up to you and been like, oh, I actually really like your podcast. Super actually, genuine about it. Actually, never. He doesn't listen to it then. I know. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck you, Mark. Yeah. Just throw the drums. It's like, this podcast is out. I'm teaching Tim <laughs> how to Fuck with Mark Gobbs. No, no, I really don't know, bro. I feel like the kids that were there longer than us are fucking with them a lot more. Yeah. Hey, can you believe he's been doing it twice as long as the both of us? <laughs> Yo. I, every once in a while, I can. Because every once in a while, he's got a way to deliver something that is... Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious, bro. Relentlessly. Yeah. Just like a fucking schlub. Yeah. Relentlessly. Like everyone else in the world will try like knows they're a schlub, but it's trying to like deflect and hide that fact. <laughs> he is like, No, I am a schlub. Yeah. Everyone will know. <laughs> everyone. He he looks like Mark Marin and he reminds me of Mark Marin because he's he like he's committed to doing him. Yeah. Whether anything happens or not. So, like, good for him. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Mark Gowsey, love you. Never listen to this podcast. Yeah. So everyone else <laughs> should listen to this podcast and not tell him that we talked about him because I'm going to tell him to his face later. So you don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Watch Mark Gowsey comes in Sunday with, like, a drum kit. And he's like, I learned so much. from the- <laughs> He's like, I started... About halfway through, though. It was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Let me ask you this about one more thing about Mark Gows, because this is actually hilarious what I'm about to say. <laughs> so suit jackets have to be dry cleaned, right? Yeah. How often that motherfucker going to the dry cleaner, son? <laughs> he wears that suit jacket every day for a month. 
He is not dry cleaning that shit at least weekly, yeah. son. There's no way. Yeah, true. I I I used to wear a, a suit jacket on. Bless you. Oh, thank you. Uh, like over a sweatshirt. And uh, I actually never washed it. <laughs> Yo, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever washed a suit in like three years. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But it is what it is. You know, and yeah. all the sweat um, from it that one time I wore it <laughs> a year later is gone somehow. Yeah, it smells it's fine. Magic. Yeah, it's magic. <laughs> it smells fine. And so I wear it because the fuck the dry cleaner. But I'm saying I don't wear a suit. I don't wear a tuxedo coat every day. <laughs> and I know for a fact that motherfucker is not going to the dry yeah, cleaner. No. no. I'll put Mark Yobbs on notice. Yeah. Yeah, no. Watch who his like parents are dry cleaners. <laughs> his parents are Asian dry cleaners. And it's like, he it's like what's your secret, Yobbs? Calgon. That's a 1970s reference. Like you and Josh Wells and Aaron are going to be hysterical. And your parents are hysterically going to be laughing at that one. Yeah. Plus the kids I know that are like 22, they're going to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Is that coronavirus part two? Calgon? Yeah. <laughs> Calgon 19. It's actually the creator of coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, is the guy from that commercial. <laughs> Calgon. For when you want approximately 200,000 people dead. <laughs> approximately. In America only. Yeah. Right. Yo. Uh, hmm. so, you, so you started... Enough about Mark Yobbs. <laughs> I started drumming when I was uh, 13, 12, 13. And I went to the local um, music shop in my town. Mm. And I had a drum teacher there. And... Uh, did drumming in high school was lucky enough to have a, a percussionist band director so he sort of showed me a couple uh, things straight up that was just me going to school yeah and from there like it was a lot of me learning by myself too in terms of like he would give me that's what a lot of i feel like learning is and that's what music and drumming especially has taught me is you really have to put the time in on your own like no one's really gonna yeah. show you yep. because at the end of the day you're like and this is sort of the trajectory, and I think this is a trajectory for a lot of musicians. If I'm talking to you fast, please let me know, because I feel like I have that. I do that. Is, for me, like, I'm a big Zeppelin head. So I would listen to Led Zeppelin and want to sound like them, which is impossible, but you're striving for yeah, that. Yeah. You're striving for that, and uh, you want to sort of, em you, you get to this point where you're emulating all this other music that's sort of yeah. hitting you. Yeah. And you never really have that realization. I don't know if I ever had that realization in terms of I'm never going to sound like this. In terms of I'm never going to sound like John Bonham, Keith Moon, yada, yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah. But it's like I want to, before I even have that realization, I want to sound like me. Yeah. Because you get to that, that sort of inspiration you know, inspires you to practice. Doing that practice sort of gives you the faculties, you know, and the mental yeah. factors. Because this is all really muscle memory. You just do this so much yeah. that, you you know, it's nature. It's like yeah. a nature. Um, and then you start to craft your own sound and your own approach. Yeah. So, and if uh, anyone out there has experience or have you ever had experience like thinking you're really good at something and then bringing it to like someone who's actually really good at something and they break it all down yeah, and say yeah. you actually suck and you kind of have to start from the beginning? Yeah, yeah. So what was like that for you? So pretty uh, guitar was like that for me. Um, Goaltending, like hockey, like uh, those, those two things, pretty much. Word, yeah. Because when I went to Montclair State, shout out Montclair State, go Redhawks. Um, I went. The guy basically that I feel like that was sort of a thing that everybody did. But yeah, for me, it was just kind of like, all right, well, you know, you got here, which means you're not a shitty player, but you. This is like you have to really. You build yeah. up a lot of bad habits and this and that, yeah. and like you basically got to start from the beginning, and that really springboarded me to really take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. and um, 
yeah it just started going from there you know what i mean just really mm -hmm. like and i had a lot of great opportunities with the drums and was able to play at carnegie hall a bunch of times what? yeah 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 i played like um the, the 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 one i talk about mostly is you know titanic the movie yeah the movie titanic also the tragedy but I'm talking about the movie. <laughs> I'm talking about the movie. Did so. they do like a live scoring of the movie? The guy who played the tin whistle in Celine Dion's song, Near Far Wherever You Are. All right. The guy's name is James Galway, who is so good at the flute that he was knighted by Queen Elizabeth in like the eight, late 80s, early 90s. Like, you wow. know what I'm saying? So he's a knight of the flute. And he uh, <laughs> would go to Carnegie Hall. <laughs> you'd go to Carnegie Hall and like sort of pull kids and have them sing songs you know from around the area yeah. and Montclair was lucky enough to go through and also um I was the New York City Youth Symphony as a percussionist so that was a, like three concerts were in Carnegie Hall All so right. I was in that for two years so that was three concerts right. right there you know what I mean yeah, yeah. but that was just me like really focusing on you know what I'm saying like I had to break all my shit down and build it up again and I don't know if it's cliche but that's just yeah. like that was basically my whole well, drumming career yeah I mean that that's like important though cause like I don't know like you get the more you get deeper into something i feel like a lot of times you get lazy with the fundamentals because you're focusing on, on adding on this other cool thing yeah but it's like hey well you got to do it with proper triplets yeah yeah i you know yeah, so. literally the fundamentals is like everything builds from yeah. there and i'm still practicing i almost wanted to bring stick control but i didn't know if you knew how to read music and i don't want that to be a whole explanation i actually don't so interesting story so me and my my brother is a great musician shout out jason uh he was going to college for music um would have probably went to berkeley but he didn't he never learned how to read music i almost went to berkeley really mm-hmm crazy i remember so much money i was like yeah Fuck it. yeah yeah i don't th i don't think that we ever would have been able to pay for it it was like forty thousand a year or some crazy number <laughs> i was like this is crazy yeah but uh yeah we i i think that was the story at least i don't know i'm gonna see him tomorrow so i hope i'm getting this right uh but uh, yeah i think he he just like knew music he could listen to music and be like oh, all right well that's this chord this chord this chord mm -hmm. that's how you play it but I don't think he ever learned to read sheet music. Word. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Actually, I don't know if that's true. Oh, no, no. Here, here's okay, the... Okay, oh, I'm okay, sorry. Okay. I fucked up. I fucked up. He fucked up. <laughs> he definitely knew how to read sheet music. Okay. Uh, the story was uh, when my mom was touring the place, uh, somebody asked her. She was like, oh, does he know how to read? Mm -hmm. And she thought that they meant like books <laughs> <laughs> yes and she was like he's 19 <laughs> i taught him to read <laughs> she was super angry she's like what do you mean does he know I <laughs> oh man yo. that's a whole little thing in itself though that's hilarious but yeah, i'm yeah. a big proponent in because i'm a i'm a great that's actually one of my best qualities as a musician is i actually a great reader yeah and a great sight reader that's a skill is mm -hmm. are you able to sight reading is like they throw a piece of music in front of you and you read it on sight without ever even like right, yeah. practicing it that's yeah. what it's called and i'm actually really good at that um and saying that like 
music is a language. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So like English, imagine you were a really great speaker, but you were deprived, but you could not write, which I think is the more important thing in terms of reading music and writing music. You should be able to like, because just like you're going to die. So all those music ideas that you have in your brain that you don't know how to translate are just going to also die. Yeah, you know what true, I'm saying? True. So for the fucking archival yeah. you know, aspect of it, I think more people should know. And I yeah. kind of wanted to make that sort of my mission, not my mission in life, but like because I, I want to spread that along, yeah. you know? Well, it's like, uh, like Beck put out an entire album that was just the sheet music. He That's fucking awesome. He never, Yo. I don't think he ever did at least release like the, the actual... Um, like a hard copy of him playing it. Yeah, because if you're good at, like, it's just like when you read a book, you know, you're reading, like, the waves crested over the... And you're painting this crazy picture in your head. Now, with music, you get to paint this beautiful picture with the music. It doesn't have to stay in your brain, you know what I mean? There's no imagination. So if I'm reading, like, you know, like... Or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to... Th- there's all this, like, this roadmap that's these are what you're supposed to play. And then you have all these own things that you could put on it in terms of, like, I'm going to phrase it in these certain ways. Yeah. And you get to that high level of reading music where you're just like, yeah, I'm going to, like, do... You're not changing anything, but you're making it your own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I didn't even mean to talk about music reading, but there's so many musicians yeah. that are like, hila- like uh, I almost said hilarious, really good <laughs> at, uh, you know, Paul McCartney doesn't know how to read. Really? Doesn't know, like, you know what I mean? He actually tells stories about he um, would drive, no, he'd take a bus from Liverpool, Liverpool, <laughs> he'd take a bus from Liverpool and like three towns over so, they, so the only guy in the area that knew how to play this certain chord could show them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, there's a lot of chord structure. Like, I want to hold your hand is four chords. So imagine they had three of them. Yeah. And, and so there like... needs to be something else. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> they literally drove to, you know, Joe Schmo in freaking three towns over yeah. to learn the B7. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there used to be like no no internet or anything. So yeah. I'm saying. To, yeah. Dave yeah. Grohl's another one who doesn't know how to read music. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a freaking, no one could ever tell you that he's not a phenomenal musician. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably a lot of these other artists now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how skilled in terms of reading it, you know, these anyone yeah. out now is you know yeah. what i'm saying like i have no idea yeah and it's, it's a weird thing where like you you don't need to know that really you need to like i learned how to play guitar completely from tabs right. I, I can't read sheet music right. i i just know what a c is c minor like i just know what those chords are mm-hmm. so i know how to when i i see that it's played because i cannot um I can't pick apart music. I can't be like, oh, this is in, I think it's Kia C or Kia right, G. Yeah, yeah. You know? I can't do that. But when I look at tabs, I know what to do. Word, yeah. The more you inform yourself, too, because tabs, I feel like, is more like a second to second, like 10, 11, 9. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? It's like yeah, very, yeah. and there's no rhythm, there's no meter to it. You have yeah. to listen to it. Yeah. So it's a lot of like, when you know that again this is again about reading mm-hmm. when you know the theory it's just informing all of the music around you so like yeah. the key of c if i'm in the key of c i'm pretty sure i know how this whole piece goes yeah. you know what i mean it's like i'm pretty sure i know what the chords are going to come up like way before they even come up yeah, i'm going to yeah. be super duper prepared you know what i mean so i can kill this yeah. you know 
It's like it, I'm knowing. huge into theory. I used to like yeah. be a professor on it and shit. I love it. I'm just like a math oriented kind of brain, yeah. and that's very mathematical. So it just like came kind of easy, yeah. and I didn't have it. Didn't have to be algebra. It was actually music, something I liked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, huge. Anytime you ever want to know, like. All right, next week on T- Tim Teaches Tim, yeah. John teaches Tim music theory for three and a half hours, and we won't even crack the surface. No. <laughs> this is my podcast, John. I'm, we're in my basement, too. Do not take it over. <laughs> You're my new roommate. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you open the closet, it's like fucking Terabithia. It's like... <laughs> or you ever see Futurama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the, uh, Fry and Bender are staying at the same apartment, oh, and for the yeah, robots, it's yeah. just a closet. <laughs> and then it's like, and then he opens the door, it's this huge freaking apartment. Yeah. It's like, what? That's a closet. You want to live in the closet? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll live in Tim's closet. That's actually what's going to happen. Yeah, this is actually a reverse Bender situation. There's... Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, between you and me, who do you think is actually Bender? I didn't know younger you. I feel like back oh. in the day, Tim was super duper Bender. No, I. I think I'm Fry. Word. Yeah. Do you do good voices? Are you a good uh, impressionist? No. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to scratch the microphone. No, I don't do good voices. I feel like that's Fry right there. That's like half a Fry. Yeah. Like your normal voice is like <laughs> half a Fry. Like, what's Fry? I, I can't even do it. Like... Yeah, I can't. I can't even do it. I can. I can hear it. I can't. I can hear it. Like, yeah, nah, nah. It's like, but that sounds like fucking gay Al Capone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry, in the middle of a drink, <laughs> in the middle of the orgomic tsunami, whatever the fucking drink. What's it called again? Let's plug it. Uh, Orin's two bridges. Orin's two bridges. Yo, this is some sick coffee, son. I was just picturing Al Capone like, yeah, give me all your booty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take your pants off, see? I'm going to suck your cat, see? <laughs> there you go. That's a great impression. <laughs> you got to, yo, yo, yo. Tim's going to be doing impressions for the next three weeks at Wawa and shit. <laughs> you guys want to hear some impressions? It's gay Al Capone. Take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> We were fucking goofing around with gay Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going around with gay Seinfeld. Yeah, like, oh, God. Let me suck your cum. <laughs> What's the deal with sucking dick? <laughs> this is a great podcast so What's far. Anyway, the- drumming. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Come on. What's the deal with size queens? <laughs> <laughs> Why does getting fucked in the ass hurt so bad but feels so good? (laughs) 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 Elaine, get get David Putty out of my ass. (laughs) Jerry, I'm sorry. I was was in your ass. (laughs) (laughs) What if if him and... (laughs) Him and Newman really had like this like fling going on. (laughs) Hello, faggot. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta cut that shit. You say faggot. Uh, Do you say it twice in a row? (laughs) Not twice in a row. Actually, actually, if you say it three times, the gay guy comes here like Beetlejuice. What? (laughs) Well, I I I have had Dave Namery on. Oh, word. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. Still. 
he's better at it than me, so it definitely comes off a little yeah. nicer. Well, it's because it's like, is he, isn't he, you know? You it's think like, he's gay? <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to talk about Yaz, we're definitely going to talk about how Namory's fucking fag. <laughs> he's not only a self-hating Jew, he's a self-hating gay guy. <laughs> We love you, Dave. No, yeah, I mean, Dave's all right. <laughs> I don't know. He was wearing a story time with Dave shirt yesterday. Oh, wow. I mean, that's that's shameless. I mean, Dave's is that kind of guy. He's like Kanye. Like he's like Kanye bumps his own music <laughs> at his own parties. You know? What I'm yeah, saying? yeah, that's true. Yeah, of course he's gonna wear his own merch. Yeah. Like Dave, I'll just be straight with you. I only like you because I know you're good, and I'm hoping that one day you will give me an opportunity. <laughs> and I know you won't. I feel like I've known you too long that you will never will. Even if we're ever on the legit same level of funny, you're never gonna give me jack shit opportunities. But I do think you're really funny, and sometimes you don't annoy me. Dave. <laughs> Dave would never have an opener. He would just do that time <laughs> he's like no i'm gonna do two hours <laughs> i feel like dude this is so i'm just gonna come out and say this i feel like this is the most we've ever like actually like laughed and hung out like yeah, in normal yeah. life <laughs> like, you know what i mean well, we gotta get these microphones everywhere tim because like I, I feel like i end up like i feel so bad too because i'm just a distracted guy when i'm out there and just in general yeah so i'll go to talk to somebody could be anybody and i'm like with them for literally three seconds and i'm like oh what's this oh what's yeah, all this yeah, over yeah. here and i'm just like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i like you tim rager i swear to god i do why don't you change your tim name to tim allen i have no idea because <laughs> because I, I don't like i have the same story as tim allen you do like used to be really big with cocaine and used to <laughs> yeah. be famous and have a lot of tv show and monies cocaine's a hell of a drug yeah see so see me me and tim allen same same i think so I was thinking, you know how they brought in, I had this really dumb joke, but you know how they brought back Full House and call it Fuller House? They're going to bring back Home Improvement, but he's gay. They're going to call it Homo Improvement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 like as a cock flies in his mouth. <laughs> 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 his one son is like, you... You were gay the whole time. Like you gave me, you gave me so much shit for wearing eyeliner for half a season. Well, hello there, neighbor. <laughs> well, hello there, neighbor. If you take, if you stop looking at my face and see the hole way down in the fence there. <laughs> oh my! That would have been such a good episode if they had. Uh, Tim well, Allen just be gay for one. What was or no? The what neighbor. was the, the neighbors? Yeah, it's like Hank or Frank or Stank or some shit. Yeah, like Howard well, or actually, some shit. You know, it makes he was always spending his time with Al. Yeah, Al's a bear. Al is a thousand percent a bear. Do you remember when he hosted Family Family Feud for a hot second? No, Al hosted Family Feud. It was the worst. Uh, he did it for many years. Shout out to Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Big fan of Steve Harvey, you know, he hosts a Family Feud. Oh, and anytime anybody says something slightly ridiculous, oh, this guy just said, like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, I love it, yeah, yeah, just like he just said. <laughs> 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 I almost said something so bad. <laughs> I'm glad you did. It. Yeah, I almost said something really, really bad. Oh, Tim learns how to bleep words. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> All right, should we get into some drum stuff, or are we just gonna? Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, son. All right, so like pattern. So what I want to do, since I know you already did it, but I think that I wanted to sort of frame it as like anybody who watches this too could sort of like break up on the fundamentals. Yeah. So I wanted to show you first of all. Oops, got the. I don't know if you can all see. Got the John Demand special sticks right here, son. I don't know if you all see. Yeah, if you can put it like right up next to it. Got the John Demand freaking sticks. Custom. My mom bought me these when I was uh, eighteen, <laughs> and I haven't broke, so they're nice. Yeah, that's amazing. I actually really hardly ever break sticks. Like I, ha I do have a heavy hand. Yeah. I've never broken a cymbal. You know, people break cymbals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never done that once. And I have breaking sticks, but it is actually very, very, very rare for me. Yeah. Well, I feel like also, like, if you have, like, decent technique of, like, how you're hitting, you don't really, like, you're, what amazes me about your drumstick is that they're not chopped up. Like, I have such a bad, like, um, technique of hitting. Like, I'm constantly, like, rim shot shotting or... whenever I play just because I, I don't know, like, proper arm. That's what I wanted to do know. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, basically, first thing you want to do if you're wearing a watch or anything like that, you really <laughs> want to do take it off because it's going to bounce on your gonna bounce on your wrist a lot. Yeah. We don't really want that. Keep the bling on the neck. Yeah, yeah. Keep the bling on the neck. I, dude, I bought this fucking bling and I only wore it once because it was hard to put on because my big ass head, I couldn't even put, fit it over my head. The chain was too small. <laughs> and I literally went to take it off last night and I swear to God, I almost like lost all circulation in this part of my head. I almost turned into fucking Mega Mind or some shit. I swear to God. It didn't have a clasp? Yo, but I couldn't get it to work. I, like, uh, like I was trying to do it like a girl puts on a bra or some shit where they does in the front yeah, and spins around. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to do that shit and I just could not. Like I was like eh, with the clasp and shit. I was, eh. hmm. Oh man, son. Anyway, so you got to take off the stuff on your wrist or um, you know, rings. Rings are okay, but I'm just saying, like you know, normally you don't want to do that because you're gonna be using yeah. your wrist. Basically, there's two ways to hold the stick. This is well. There's really a lot of different ways to hold it, but like the two main ways that I know is this is called match grip. When you're holding with your knuckles, sort of these two top knuckles in your hand, almost posted up, and when you're holding the stick, the two most important fingers in this grip are the thumb and the first finger. All right. Right. So you want to hold it. Yours is actually the Vic Firth sticks. These are Vic Firth. There, it's faded, but there's a little flag next to the Vic Firth. Oh, right. This is normally a really great place to hold a stick. So you want your thumb to sort of go over that flag or in that sort of direction. All right. You want to hold the stick because if you hold it, if you hold it too much up here, you're not getting any bounce. If you hold it too far uh, back, it's too much bounce. You're not getting as much control. So you want to find a good spot, which is usually where the flag is on a Vic Firth stick, or just like basically like you want to leave something around this much room in there you know what i mean right. and there's there's once you start playing you sort of know where to hold it but you never really want to hold it too far up yeah because they're t controlling it too much and you're gonna get no nothing out of yeah. it and you're you lose control if you're doing this yeah. so, so you like, want to find a good yeah so like if you're like pinching it you want it weighted down yeah right yeah yeah and right there so i like where your hand's at so here, when we explaining a little bit more, you're holding the stick. Your thumb presses down on you. Don't want to hold it too tight in terms of, but this is where you hold it the tightest. So I want you to hold it like you're holding, you know, tea time, right? 
and you basically want your ooh, you mm-hmm. want your thumb to be kind of straight. And what my teacher told me it is kind of bleak. Here, I'll, I'll give you your stick right. back. Um, so like lined up with the pretty stick. lined up. What my teacher told me is if the, someone drove a nail between your thumb and this part of your finger, like it could not move. You know right. what I mean? This is what we call the fulcrum, which is basically the point of. Um, this is where you can control the whole stick. And these fingers actually don't really do that much. It's just there for some guidance so right. the stick doesn't fall out of your hand. So it's basically this is the big fulcrum. And then these sort of wrap around. And when the sticks and when your hands are sort of placed like this, if you can sort of see in the video, this is what's called matched grip because both sticks are matched. This was invented. I'm going to show you this next one. This is called traditional grip. When you sort of have this fluffy ass freaking thing happen in your hand, there's a different, whole different fulcrum. But drums, you see, as it's straight now, back in revolutionary days when the drumming was like really coming yeah. about, they have it on a sling and it would sort of be like this. Oh, off on the side. Not even on the side. It was like sort of off on the side because they still have to march with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they would have to play it like this. You know what I mean? Uh, so it was more, you couldn't really like reach over. You're not yeah. getting a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it used to be tipped. That's why it's called traditional grip. But it's actually a little bit harder to play like this on a flat drum. You yeah. know what I mean? You see a lot yeah. of jazz guys do this, and I still do this too. I just do not have the best technique with it. Um, you know, jazz drummers still do this. You know, you can get like a, I feel like if I'm playing jazz, I can get like a little lighter touch with the. Yeah. But I have less control because I don't have the same facility. Yeah. So I usually just. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I I never really liked playing like this because of the control thing. Like. You, you want to do it with your dominant hand too. So. With your, I'm saying you want to do it with your dominant. Is that's your right hand, right? Yeah. Your right hand wants. I'm saying your non-dominant hand has to do the fancy shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, and oh, yeah, like the that's fu- awful. I know, I yeah. So weird doing that. <laughs> I know the fulcrum here is sort of it's like a push pull thing. It's, it's more yes, yeah. yes, and th- but also these fingers sort of guide it. Yeah, these fingers over here sort of guide it. And there's plenty of other ways to grip it. I mean, there's uh there's like French grip where people play like this. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's weird to me, but. For all intents and purposes, I would say when I teach my students, you want to basically do match grip. Unless they're doing drum corps, which most drum corps, like marching, like a high level marching band, yeah. that's when they bust out the traditional yeah. grip, which I did for a little bit, but I did bass drum. So yeah. I didn't have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is hard, but it's yeah, fun. Yeah. So that's the main holding the stick. We're going back. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm a little all over the place that's with right. it, but um, we're going back. So. Now that you have your sticks and you're holding your sticks and you have this fulcrum here, what I want you to do is tighten these fingers ever so slightly and just follow what, look what I'm about to do. All right. You want to let it bounce as much as possible All right. when you tight here. Oh, and so like a, a rapid? Right. This is sort of... This is going to sort of start you on doing a drum roll. This is how, how, how you do a drum roll. If you tighten here and loosen these fingers and let the stick roll. Like when we did a drum roll at the beginning. Yeah. If I tried to do it like all singles, that would be impossible. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm getting multiple bounces out of one. 
So I'm doing. Look at look actually how fast my hands are going. Yeah, Not the yeah. notes. My hands are moving very very slow. Very slow. I'm getting multiple bounces out of it. Control. Fundamentals. These are the things that are important in drumming. Next thing I want to and that that was kind of you should also practice as much as you want to practice the multiple bounce. You also want to practice hitting once and getting no bounce. Yeah. And that right there is the first rudiment. I don't know if you've heard of rudiments before. Yeah. Rudiments are the building blocks and the patterns of drumming. I'm going to teach you three of them. All right. I'm going to teach you three of them. Yeah. I feel like we had such a great podcast before the learning part started. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this is, this is the important, because then we'll go off from here. We'll, we'll learn. Word. And then we'll play. We play, we learn, we play. Yeah, fuck yeah, son. <laughs> fuck yeah, son. Okay, so rudiments. Right. Rudiments, uh, the word rudiment just means like the beginning of something. Yeah. Or like, you know, like the... Um, basic. The a basic thing, yeah. you know. I, I'm sure that's kind R of what it means. rudimentary. Yeah, rudimentary means like a basic ass thing. Yeah. So these are the basic assness of drumming. All patterns. And it's a lot of finesse and control as we go faster and faster and faster and slower too. It's actually really hard to play slow. And what I wanted to do is, very important thing about drumming, Tim. All right. Is steadiness and Ooh. keeping a steady beat. Uh, yes, timing. Timing is very, very, very important. Everybody's looking at you in a band scenario. Yeah. Everybody's looking at you to be like, be the metronome. Be the metronome. And the thing about metronome and timing, if you're playing, you know, like, evenly enough, this is just being comfortable. This is giving everyone comfort in terms of, I know exactly when the next beat is coming yeah. and exactly when to play next. I don't have yeah. to worry about when to put this note I'm about to play. So yeah. I'm about to focus on the note instead yeah. of where to put it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a very important thing about that is actually practicing with a metronome, Ugh, we, damn. Which that is so like, I always I have the tendency to slow down, like whenever I'm playing, like I'll start off fast and slow down, and you just people, get tired. People hate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah, you get tired. People hate that. People people hate it even more when you're rushing. To be honest, yeah, people hate that because like, what the fuck are we rushing here for? You know yeah. what I mean? It's intense. It's yeah. fucking intense. And I got a metronome on my phone. You can actually, for mm. all you guys trying to like be timekeepers out there, I think the pro, it's a pro metronome app that I think I bought for like a dollar or like two dollars. Yeah. You get these nice metronomes like um, that are just metronomes, so like 50, da 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 da, whatever you want. And uh, there's a free version of this. And I think the legit one is two dollars on oh, your phone. Right, yeah. So definitely consider it. Yeah. And we're going to start, we're going to start at a good old Andante Moderato, walking moderately in Italian. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, walking moderately. Right. So I think we should just sort of start with our single stroke roll. Are you a righty or lefty? I am a righty. So I'm going to start with our right hand first. Repeat after me before you play. All mm -hmm. I'm going to do is, well, this is on the quarter note. This is on the B. I'm literally going to go right, left. No bounces. You're literally trying to get one note. Good. You see how hard it is? The slowness is actually 
It's harder. It's harder because you have to wait. There's a lot of time with your stick in the air. This is something you want to practice because I'm already seeing right now. This is your first time. It's going to happen, but you're like rushing because there's so much time for your stick to be in the air. I kind of have like a resting position with this. You see my stick sort of like oh, yeah, they my go other stick spot. is, yeah, it's that's it. And honestly, if I'm playing light, I can go. Doesn't really have the whole motion of it is just an up and like, see how it's like, it's very controlled. It's all wrist too. You're not moving your arms at all. I can move my arms if I want, but really it's all really I'm, what I'm trying to do too is like, you could just do a stick drop and like a drop catch thing too. See, we both got off there from talking. But what I would yeah. do, this is what's oh. called the single stroke roll. One stroke per and one hit at the same time. You see? Yeah. A single stroke. You get your your throwing the stick and it's one stroke. Yeah. Bang. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. if we did that, I'm gonna do double that speed. And I'm only doing this. That because that's technically the what's called the eighth note. We were playing a quarter note there. This yeah, is technically yeah. called the eighth note. Yeah, meaning it's double double time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we could do that, and that might be a little easier too. Right, left, right, left. Very good. And you're tightening up. You want to try to be as loosey goosey as freaking possible while still maintaining a disciplined tempo. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm not very tight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a little loose. Like, this is you. This is you. You're like... <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, that's... An, I always just get um, that, too. Yeah, In seventh grade, when I was doing it, they used to call me... Um, the Macy's Parade drummer boy. Because I'm like on the top of Macy's, just like, yeah. It just takes years of practice, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's actually fun things you can do with the metronome. So like, check this out. Like, This is the tempo, right? I can play mm -hmm. double time without switching it. I'm playing two notes per beat. Yeah. Still a single stroke roll, but now I'm trying to line it up more. This is like fun little metronome games you can yeah. sort of play with yourself. Like, um, I also could set it to. I wonder if I could set it to. I might. Have, I might have the shitty one actually. But um, if I'm setting it, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of have the shitty one. Anyways, but like sometimes when I do at home with my drum set, I'll have it set to like a really slow tempo, but it's really just hitting the one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing like a four-four beat. And I get one. Doop. Doop. You know what I so mean? And it's yeah. like, all this time, I'm supposed to be having maintained, yeah. and I'm smacking the one exactly where it's supposed yeah, to go. exactly. There's yeah. a lot of fun-ass things you can do with it. You know yeah. what I mean? And this, again, is the building blocks yeah. of it all. And, and that's teaching you like how to keep rhythm in your head too. Like, yeah, it's you, hard. Yeah. It's hard because you're not a you're not a metronome. Yeah. And back in the day, like Ringo and all those guys I was sort of talking about before, they wouldn't play the metronomes. It's not like they'd have headphones yeah. playing the metronomes. You had to really 
it's your version of the time. Yeah. And there's a lot of songs. I would say the last really great rock drummer to do this was Stuart Copeland of The Police. All right. Had a really great sense of, excuse me, Orion's getting me. Orion's bubbly inside <laughs> me. Orion two bridges is bubbly. <laughs> um, he had a really great sense of, too, doesn't have to maintain the same tempo of the whole song. The yeah. chorus can have like a different kind of feel in terms of the chorus is sort of pushing. Yeah. You want the chorus to be up and like, yeah. da, 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 da. and then we're back to the verse and we're sort of in the same tempo, but it's a little slower because we're versing it up. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, nowadays it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, that, you know, yeah. which is good. But with music, we're musicians. We have all this like room and space yeah. to change. And that's what I was saying. Like, stick control. Like, that's why the metronome is so hard because you have to have control of the stick in all aspects yeah. of all of it. So yeah. it's like you're hitting, but it's like, while this stick is there, it's like, what's this stick doing? And on the upswing, you know what I mean? Like, how far am I going up? People measure inches. You know what I mean? That's a that's a marching band thing. It's like, do your 11 inches, which means like you're going all the way oh, up. Yeah. Like, now do your three inches. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be yeah. that. It'd be that. And it's, like, very militaristic in terms of, like, bam. Yeah. I'm kind of, like, throwing a lot on you. I hope I'm teaching you because I kind of feel like I'm just, you're, like, a vessel that I'm, like, throwing a bunch of shit at <laughs> and, like, open sort of sticks. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I mean, you're explaining things. Like, I'm, I always feel weird doing this because, like, I actually do know a lot of stuff. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first on his own <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm kind of like I. I'm fucking retarded. There's, there's. I don't think there's been anything that someone has like been like, "Hey, I'm gonna like teach you about this thing you know absolutely nothing about." Word. I don't think there. I'm like a jack of all trades. I know a little bit of everything. Baby. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I, I, I don't know. There could be somebody who's watching who's like, well, how did he get from here to there? I don't know. But I don't Lord. Know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a good ass time. That's yeah, all yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, and uh, all right. So the single stroke roll is the most important one, right? And yeah. I was trying to sort of lead you into what's now called the double stroke roll. Ooh. The double stroke roll is getting two, like, is basically you're getting, you're st I'm striking once and getting two strokes. Ooh. You see how you did a bunch of bounces? Yeah. Two. Uh. It's not even a drop catch. It's just control. You're literally pinching, like there's the fulcrum, you're pinching it. Oh yeah, I see. You're pinching I, it for like a second. What I did was I moved my thumb off to the side. Yeah, that happens a lot, man. It's like the it's. I'm I'm going on oh, twelve years. So much easier. With, yeah, with the, yeah. I'm going proper... on twelve years. Like I have a lot of years in me. You know what I'm saying? It does take time, and you mm -hmm. and you got the you got the strong hand and the weak hand. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, there's a guy, a French guy named Jacques de la Clouse that I studied a lot in uh, school because he was a very like big classical guy, and he's so big in the percussion community that like his books come out in Japanese and Chinese and Ooh. Spanish and French and English, <laughs> and even on some of the books, it is so popular and it's such an old book that it's like the like on a page it's like the English part, the French part, the Japanese uh, right, part, yeah. the Spanish part. And a lot of, like, there's a lot of exercises in it, but the, the biggest thing that I took away from it is whatever your non-dominant hand is, practice these exercises three times more. 
uh, with that hand, yeah, and he yeah, would be yeah. doing stuff like if we get the. That's another fun little thing, like in terms of control, that like could be a fun thing that like you know you all take with you or whatever. But if I'm going at like, if I'm going at like ninety, and I'm playing, what I would do is this is like a oops, this is like a <laughs> thing that um, I would practice a lot in terms of you're just adding a note, but it's it's all the different subdivisions. You're talking about triplets and eighth yeah. notes, all the different subdivisions. So I'd be going with one hand, two, three, four. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's kind of yeah, yeah. fast, but I'd be trying to do that with one hand, all the different subdivisions. Yeah. Then to do that with the left only three times. Uh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. really fucking practice it. Yeah. So, that like that's a cool dude. Jacques De La Cluse. Shout out to Jacques De La Cluse. You're dead. But, <laughs> but shout out to him. Shout out to him, son. Yeah. Definitely look up his book if you're interested in drumming. It's like the art of fucking snare drumming or some shit. It's like dope, 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 dope book. Dope. Um... So yeah, so you, you really got to practice it three times more. So the double stroke roll is, this is a single stroke roll, remember? Yeah. Are all the, the names of the rolls uh, so risque? The double stroke <laughs> roll. <laughs> no, only two. Two. Did it. Did it. I'm done. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, like... Uh, I'm so used to just like sitting with like terrible pelvic position. That it, it really it fucks you up drumming. Like Yo, that's the one thing I learned like when I was playing. I was like, I need to sit up straight in order to play properly. Why do you think I'm so good at this? Because I got a two inch dick. <laughs> <laughs> nah, son. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like posture is crazy. Like especially when you're at the kit. I was always told this, and I'm very bad at it. And I've seen a lot of drummers actually have bad posture and still be very, very good mm -hmm. um but i always have because i'm such a big fucking dude i'm always like slumped over because i have so much fucking <laughs> big ass head that my body is just like not trying to keep it straight you know what i mean um but yeah you have to have your back straight you're like sitting on like the edge of your edge of your seat yeah. you know what i mean like people really like you're supposed to sit like right on the edge of it so it keeps your back straight and shit and like yeah, that's like the main posture. And especially when you have pedals. You got too, these pedals, you got to put them in the exact and, right yeah. spot. And that's why I wanted to bring the pedals and stuff because it is like a dance. Yeah. I think most people, oops. Exactly. No, that's yeah. exactly what I tell people that like anyone can play the drums if they can dance. Yo, it's like, exactly you, like, like a dance. Once you realize that that's what it is, like mm -hmm. it, it becomes so much easier. You're just moving your body to the rhythm. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But it is like literally like a dance. You know, you're like boom, cha, boom, boom. You know what I mean? And you're playing like, it's yeah, but that do like you're playing like uh yeah. it's a whole dance and yeah. motion and you're keeping that central rhythm throughout the entire thing yeah you know what i mean i'm trying to keep it yeah you know and drumming and dancing and singing really goes back from forever yeah because drums are like the first instruments like, around drums and flutes were literally like the first instruments ever and they were so easy to make people picked up sticks and just like yeah or started hitting stuff and <laughs> My favorite, this is just a fun little anecdote. I know this has been an anecdote heavy podcast, mm. but my favorite little anecdote is percussion in German is called, um, I forgot the exact name. It's like Schlockspiel or something like that, but it literally translates to hit stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you're basically doing, especially in the um, classical world. In terms, I was not playing the snare drum a lot. Like, you do. 
in yeah. private rooms, but there's triangle and symbols and tambourine and da 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 da. And you got to get a good sound, and not only a good sound, but making, crafting music out of yeah. all that shit. Well, isn't, I think, like, glockenspiel is considered percussion, right? It is, yeah. Like, no, yeah, thousand like, percent. And thousand that, percent. That's literally like a piano that you play a piano drums that you on. Have, yeah, it's a piano yeah. made of metal that you have to hit with a <laughs> tiny little hammer yeah. and not make it sound like garbage. Yeah. Yo, and it's a task. Like, yeah. that is a task. Like, you got to hit it with, like, a, some of the, like, you got some you nice mallets, four, but brass mallets. mallets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, four mallets is this. And the, and the, oh, like that? Yeah, that's how I use four mallets. Da, 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 da. I've seen oh. people do four mallets and stuff, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, and it turns on the bells because four mallets, the big thing about four mallets is these are mallets, but like the you have to like, you're always like sort of, okay, well, maybe you have to play a C and a D next to each other. Or maybe you have to play uh, a C and a C, so an octave like, apart. So it's like, I have to do this. So you're always like constantly and like moving around. Yeah. And that's a whole different, yeah, yeah. whole different <laughs> podcast. Like, um, but hit stuff, yeah, yeah, that's what percussionists do. And what I wanted to sort of experiment, sort of show you, sort of maybe towards the end of the podcast, I don't know what our time is, but you're sort of like a, as a percussionist, you're sort of like a mad scientist yeah. of what sounds can I create. Yeah. Not yeah. in terms of like what stick on what drum, but like what part of the drum, this yeah, and that, what yeah, part yeah, of yeah. the stick. Can I put something on the drum? Like, for example, stuff is going to sound different when you mix things together. Am I going to, like, a stick on a drum is going to sound different than a muff, uh, than a timpani thing on yeah, a drum, yeah. you know what I mean? Or then a, a glockenspiel brass mallet is going to sound different than, like, a, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. you're kind of like and this mad the, scientist. The... Yeah, 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 exactly. Out of a snare drum alone. Yeah. Out of a, oops. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Yo, this is like, because it comes in my head, too. It's like my brain is, like, just gets shuttered. <laughs> my bad. No, nah, but, like, um... Okay, so this oh, is yeah. what's called and a then, yeah. This is called a snare drum. Yeah. So and then you're playing it without the the snarey part. Without right the snarey part. So when you turn the snare on, yeah, yeah. It's because if you really wanted to teach stuff, it's because when you flip it uh, over, it's got these cool have these snare parts on yeah. it that I am controlling and can take on and off. And these drums are both uh, like 14 in diameter, 14 inches in diameter across this side. And this, I think, is about three and a half or four deep. And that's that also becomes it's like, all right, it's going to sound deeper. It's going to, there's all these yeah. different kinds of drums. There's like the piccolo snares. The tiny thin. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, just to nerd out, if we're trying to be dorks, the, um, the snare side head is always very thin because you want them to you want the snares to react as quickly as possible when you hit it. If it's a thick head, it's gonna it's gonna have a uh, it's gonna have a much much different sound. Yeah. And up top is where you have a nice. I have a Remo Power Stroke. Ooh, Power Stroke P3 power coded. Stroke. Yeah, power, so sexual. Yeah. <laughs> Drumming is very sexual. <laughs> and he has the um, he has a, a gay butt sex drum head on yeah. the uh, <laughs> on the top there. It, it, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, um, we didn't even go into the double stroke roll yet. So oh, yeah. um yeah, yeah, yeah. What where what's our time? Just just Uh we're at an hour. Are yeah. we already at an hour? Yeah. Holy fuck balls, son. And this moves <laughs> so quickly. It yeah. moves so quickly. Oh my god. Alright, so I want to do two more rudiments and then maybe right. you want to wrap it up? Yeah. yeah. Alright, word, 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 word. Alright, so 
snare drumming oh and i'll do a couple oh, i want to do so much shit i brought so much shit <laughs> i brought so much shit all right so a couple more things i'm gonna be on the drum he's gonna stay on the pad just to make sure it's not too much cacophonous yeah. and we'll do it on like a, here i'll put muffling is important too muffling is just a little important so it's a little like crazy phone is not the most ideal thing to put on there but muffle it sounds a little bit more yeah, so it's yeah. not like woo, like yeah, ringy yeah. this is also a mad out of tune drum i literally lifted it off for two years and not playing it to bring it here <laughs> so it's mad out of tune i want to talk about tuning a little bit and like what all the little parts are but maybe that'll be super gay yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i mean that also like i pl when i played drums for like two years i never even learned how to tune that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's something i could let you teach you tim <laughs> instead of talking about fucking mark yobs <laughs> yeah, it's fun it's, it's fun. mad fun i'm having a good ass time yeah. for real no i'm just saying that's something I could have taught, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We'll do like a bonus episode of actual shit people I want to know about the drums. Because this is fun too. No, 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 but um, muffling is important. All right, so single stroke roll, we remember, is right, left, right, left, right, left. One more important thing I wanted to tell you too, Tim, is you always want to, if you're practicing your single stroke roll, starting on the right, you also want to start on the left. Is there a reason why you, you just want to make sure you be able? These rudiments are just to tell you that you're able to do anything in sort of an informed, uh, right. you know what I mean? Like if I needed to start on the left or if I needed my left hand to like start something and I'm leaning, because let's uh, say, let's right, say you're playing right. Wipeout or something easy, like some like thing like that. Yeah, yeah. Imagine for some neat reason, I'd actually need to start with the left. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it just yeah. makes you, you're not, gives you more facility. So when you are creating something, it's like cool yeah. and good and what you want it to be instead yeah. of like, I don't know how to start with my left hand. So I'm all constantly crippled to do the same shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So every, all of these, you want to make sure you start with your left hand too sometimes. Yeah. You want to practice it. You want to do your right. You want to, and what I do is if I'm setting it to doop, doop, I want to do like I would do like I'm doing that metronome wise I would do it like this I would I'd basically do it for like five minutes all right and then five minutes starting on the left too yeah. basically yeah. or 20 times through of going like this is one time through it would be like that's one time through so do that like 20 times yeah you know what I mean and then you do it on your left three It's different, right? Yeah, yeah. It feels a lot different, right? Because you want your right hand to sort of be leading you on the big yeah, notes. Yeah. When you start with your left hand, your right is on the um, all these upbeats that you're not thinking about. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And when I'm just when I'm trying to do it, I'm thinking when I'm have my leading hand, I'm literally thinking like, you know what I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about this. This what? is my leading. You know, it's weird. My hand is late on the left. I, I it's ju just I time. Just yeah. Like yeah, that happens. One, my first right, yeah, my first right hand, because I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to that think happens. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it, weird. It just gets in your brain. Yeah, so yeah. That just happens. But as I'm saying, your left hand's weaker. You want it to like really like yeah. pull it along and shit. Yeah. So the next thing, <laughs> come on, you <laughs> pull it together. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing is the double stroke roll. Yeah. Right. That's when you do. You don't even have to do like a. 
that's gonna come with time. What I wanna do now is similarly speed is going right, right, left, left, right, right, left, left. This is the double stroke roll. You got good technique already, bro. You got actually really good technique. I had a good teacher. Hey, <laughs> hey you little cutie fucking pie, son. Look at you being all cutie freaking cutie pie, son. <laughs> Yo, but that's it. And see, this is like the faster and faster you go. This is what I was trying to explain. The faster and faster you go is where the more finesse comes in. So with a single stroke roll, right, I get to a point where my wrist is not cutting it. Ready? So like yeah. this is this is gonna be like the fastest my wrist can play a single stroke roll. Not I'm not even trying to like flex. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not even trying to flex, but that's like all my wrists. I can't go quicker than this. It's yeah, just yeah. unhumanly possible. So what I'd have to do is there's a thing, there's like a technique where you're throwing so you yeah. start throwing the stick and trying to throw them like almost at the same time yeah. to get this like You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry if the sound is shitty for that, but it's like, ah, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm doing these like, it's like finesse and like I'm trying to hit the them. bounces. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to hit the bounces in between. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's all these other things going on, um, and so that's why I really want to practice like the very slow shit. Because I can feel myself like catching it. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's what and I'm saying. Then... That's the finesse. Something uh, like, uh, how do you? So your your three fingers when when we went over that that they're like all just kind of like pressure control. Yeah. Do you do you feel like? So like this is, this should be like step one, and then this should be like step two. No. Kind of? You feel like it should really all be... Want, you don't really want to practice like this. You never really want to practice like yeah. that unless right. you're really good in the facility of like, I know how to hold my sticks and I'm like, I know how to hold my sticks. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, that would be uh, breaking the rules before you learn them kind of uh, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to really learn the rules before you can break yeah, them kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. Because I guess if you're really trying to flex that fulcrum muscle, but like I said, it's all the squeezing is really here and this is just to make sure it doesn't fly out of your hands. Like I'm not really catching. There's like a drop catch kind of thing that you can yeah. do but and there's a bunch of different techniques that people have sort of like crafted and right. formed over time because when 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 i'm like my tendency is to let it double and then tighten this so that it doesn't yo it's but like you don't want to hold it like you're fucking eating yeah them, you yeah. know what i mean like you never really the second you're getting tense the same thing like guitar the second thing you're getting tense it's just gonna come out tense like like a choke double like like yeah you know that yeah, doesn't yeah, sound yeah. that like that's a little bit more, you know yeah. what I mean? Has a, and eventually, that's when again we're getting faster. We're doing a little bit more technique, so we're doing the we're practicing this and this catch, and we're getting faster. There's a point where I'm gonna start having to squeeze my fulcrum and not doing these double wrist things. There's a point. I'm just gonna say that again, just yeah. in case people missed yeah. it. There's a point where I have to squeeze my fulcrum. You yeah. know what I mean? As I get faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
I'm just and, and you can sort of see as I'm going I am doing two strokes and again as I get faster my hands are not moving that fast but yeah, yeah, my yeah. hands are moving that fast but it sounds like a lot of notes really yeah. quickly it sounds impressive as fuck the drum this, doing like the this work. is yeah. yeah yeah like if you have a practice pad and a girl you're trying to get wet like that's what you do you do the double stroke roll <laughs> like, and it's like wow i can really play or a guy that you want to get wet or a freaking something else you know what i mean i don't want to say because yeah. i feel like it's changing every day also yeah. that's not a comment on that whole lifestyle either i'm a big fan <laughs> i'm a big fan no comments on that lifestyle i'm a huge fan i'm just saying you know, if you're trying to get if, someone fucking riled up in the pants in the yeah. genitals area, double stroke rolls where it's or, at. Son. Or like if you're not into pant genitals, if you're into like foot genitals, yeah, you can also this this whole. Maybe you're into hand genital. Uh yeah, I'm into genital tentacles. That's what I'm uh, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gentle tentacle. I always thought it would be a good band name. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a shoegazer band. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, son. All right. So but, the last rudiment I wanted to teach right. you because the three P. There's a combination between the single stroke roll and the double stroke roll. It's called a paradiddle. Two singles and a double, and then two singles followed by the other double. And this is oh. like I'm still fucking loving this rudiment. I'm still loving the other two too, but those are like rooting block. Yeah. You know, you can do a lot. You really can do a lot if you open your brain with this. So the pattern is, remember talking about patterns. Again, with the drumming, it's just like patterns you're kind of yeah, picking up yeah. with on the fly. Right, left, right, right. Left, right, left, left. Two singles mm. and a double. Followed by the corresponding two singles and that double. Yeah. Break it down nice and slow for you, real quick. One, two. Let me do it real quick. Yeah. Two. Ready? Go. Right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. Right, Ooh. left, right. So two singles, right? Yeah. Single, double. Single, single, double. And the thing that sort of anchors me is that first note, the. I'm gonna do a double here, which means I'm gonna left. I'm gonna I'm just double the left, it means I'm gonna back to right. Alright. And I right double. And we're at left. Left double. Oh, and we're back at right. You know what I'm saying? So let's do that a little slow, All like right. literally like smack, 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 kinda slow. One, two, with me, here we go. Right, left, right, right, left, right. Left, left. Oh, yeah, I lost. <laughs> I can see yeah. your brain. Like, I'm looking at yeah. your hands and then driving <laughs> like, up to your brain, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. son. It's that, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's coordination. Like, it's yeah. legit coordination. Yeah. That's the big one that stumps a lot of people. And there's, I think there's like a list of 40 that you can find on vicfirth.com, you know, a bunch of funny little names, you know what I mean? Like Paradiddle, and there's Paradiddle Diddle, and Triple Paradiddle Scooble, you know, you know what I mean? There's like all these like fun little names. Yeah, yeah. Um, that you can go look at them at your leisure, or was watching at home, your leisure, you know, the rudiments. Yeah. Like, this, this is the building box, but I'm telling you, that, like, literally, if you're getting your Paradiddles down, that is unlocking, like, so much shit. And yeah. a uh, fun uh, Bonham song, Immigrant song, you know, you know that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know that song? So, 
Because then you start using your two limbs as rights and lefts. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, patterns. Yeah, yeah. Patterns. Yeah, yeah. So that is literally um, between the right foot and the left hand. That whole song, he's basically just doing paradiddles and keeping like a beat with his right hand. He's literally uh, going foot, left, foot, foot, left, foot, left, left. Uh, he's doing that shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. that. So it's like, it'd be going, ha, ha. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's doing a lot of different things. And I yeah. just kind of did it shitty, but like that's kind of what he's doing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's doing so patterns and creativity and all that shit. And the fun, like fun things I like to do is like move the note a little bit. So yeah. instead of like right, left, right, right, could be like left, right, right, left, right, left. Uh, you know what i mean like we're just moving it over one yeah and all these freaking possibilities and patterns yeah all these things yeah Yeah, Yeah, yes tim rage that's what i'm saying and And that kind of correlates to everything in terms of patterns and you know fun little shit (laughs) and then and then you can go into where you're doing like a a single roll for a measure, then a paradiddle for a measure, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. And, or a single double, then all paradiddle. All that shit, yeah. yeah. The, and I literally only were just scratching the surface yeah. of all this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And practice the metronome. For anyone yeah. watching who wants to learn drums, metronome, 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 metronome. Cannot stress it enough. Figure it out. Now, yeah. also, what we talked about before, play the music. Play the music that you yeah, like. Yeah. Have the music oh, in your yeah. headphones. Try to play along with the drummers playing. If you can't do it, fine. Yeah, you're in your practice room at your house. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But those are the two things. Like practice the metronome, then practice with along to music. Find people that can like play, even if they're shitty yeah. or they're good. Play with them. You know what I'm saying? Well, like I'm so jealous of kids now because of electric drum sets. Thousand percent, thousand percent. Because like the big thing, like even like now as we're recording, I'm like, oh, I hope my dad doesn't hate me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like now, like as you can play at midnight, and all you hear is, yes, exactly. <laughs> you right, know, right, exactly. <laughs> like uh, it was not the same when when I was younger. Like you had, there wasn't electric. You had to play a full kit to you play know, a full kit. You want to really hear a funny story? Yeah. And I love my mother and everything. <laughs> um, we actually got an electric kit for me because it was like. Ah! Noise in the mouth. It's not a great impression of my mother, but yeah. that's what I heard. At 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like, I would try to pl- even play my electric drum set in the house, and she'd be like, What? I can't even try to. It's like, What? It's nothing we can do. Yeah. It does not get quieter than this. Exactly. It literally does not. I'm just trying to live a dream here, man. Man, I'm living my dreams. You know what I mean? My my parents bought me like this like uh, electric kit and it was like a it was like a cheaper one so it wouldn't pick up on doubles. Oh, so right. it'd just be the the one. Yeah, because like yeah, th- like now like they have like the super sensitive ones with the triggers oh, yeah. and yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, they have ones now where it looks like a legit symbol instead of a fucking yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There there was this guy who played. Uh, I saw him at Stone Pony. Nice. And he played a full kit, but he had it triggered. 
Yes. And then a lot like, of people do that. Yes. So like it wasn't the actual kit noise. It was the n- yes. So like, but he also then was able to you know when um when bands do like that. They start out the song and it sounds like it's playing through a tin can. Oh yeah, he was able to do so, that. So like live, he had like a pedal board attached. So like he's playing and then like in the middle, like for the breakdown, he like all of a sudden turns on the pedals and he's doing his fill. Wow. And then like so like it was it was super impressive to watch. And like I think I was like the only person who realized what he was doing. Probably, like yeah. because I was like right off on the side of the and I was like, he's the drummer have a pedal board? <laughs> it, it like blew my mind. I was like, wow. So he's getting whatever drum sound he wants yeah. in that moment. I was like, that's fucking impressive. It is really impressive. Yeah. And like, um, I see a lot of people trigger shit. Like, you know, I had to do it when I was in a wedding band, like, cause it was like, you know, I only had my bass drum triggered so I could go the 808. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I would just be like, Bloop. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people do a lot of fancy shit, especially now. Yeah. There's so much that people do. Yeah. Have those now, like, little rolling setups they, they and shit. They have the pad yeah, thing that's what I'm set saying. Yeah, yeah, Right, yeah. right, right. That, and honestly, that thing, like the one that looks like a big square that has like the three like up top that are little, yeah. but it's just six pads there. Yeah. That thing is literally like a beast of a thing that could do anything you ever wanted yeah. in a million years. Well, that's the thing, too. Like the thing I'm realizing, like the future of music, like people aren't going to play instruments really that much anymore word i mean i'm hoping that they can be like a nice little yeah melding melding of them both because you really don't want to lose the tradition yeah yeah. and something like for for me like i'm uh, an unathletic kid you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so like sports like i would try and just suck yeah you know what i mean and and like it just suck and like have no what am I good at? You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I had none of that for a while until I found the drums. Mm-hmm. As I'm saying, that is similarly in terms of teaches you what getting better is and discipline and like all yeah. those sort of yeah. things about learning something new. You learn you, you builds you as a better person. Yeah. So I'm. That's a big reason why I'm hoping it never ever goes away. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that can be combined with technology and sort of the human spirit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if you've seen a lot of saxophones use guitar pedals. Really? Yeah, dude. Like oh, they have no. those. Like um, I don't know if it's exactly a lavalier mic. You know what a lavalier oh, mic yeah, is? The little tiny one. That yeah, you, they yeah. put it on the bell and they feed that signal through like pedals. So it's like delay and wow, fucking overdrive rad, yeah. and like rad shit. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. And it's looping. Yeah. Rad shit. You, rad, you, rad shit. You know Mark Rib... I think it's Mark Ribachet. Oh, the guy that's like, yeah, I'm going to fuck your pussy. Yeah. yeah. yeah he does yeah, like yeah. the live stream. Right, right, on right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, I think, cracks me up. I love He's cool. He has a yeah, like kind of like, and yeah. then he'll do the rap voice. Too. Yeah, but yeah. like, he does like all that live, and like literally the only instrument you see him play is the piano and the keyboard. Right, and I don't. And he mean, has that live looper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is like a Reggie Watts kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. kind of like fucking Mark Ribolay better than Reggie yeah. Watts in terms of I like Reggie Watts but I like that little style yeah, that little yeah. white boy funk style yeah. more than whatever the f- do you know Jordan Manglona no he's a South Jersey comedian who does like a similar style to oh, that cool. yeah and he, he's an amazing musician like wow it, like I actually met him 12 years ago doing music open mics what? and he had like just started doing comedy a little bit 
and like he's he's fucking funny. He's but he's like an out there guy, but he's an amazing musician. Wow. That's so awesome. if you ever like see him on something, go check him out. Oh uh, yeah, definitely yeah, will. Yeah. I'm just never down here, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. And taking this drive down here, I'm like, why the fuck is this kid? Why the fuck I ever <laughs> see this kid the Wawa? <laughs> like what? You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I literally, I mean, I love that place. Don't get me wrong, but a big reason I love that place is like. Psh- you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Well, I really have a lot of respect, like you, Picaro, and like yeah. all those guys. That like, I was like, why the fuck would you ever come here? It's like, how, how you get really? hammered and do blow and then drive an hour away? <laughs> the well, well, yeah. Social Club is a great place. So I've never done that in a million years. There, <laughs> not in a million years. I'm not even trying to cover my tracks right now by saying any of this. <laughs> God damn it, Tim! Do a Star Wars wipe and cut us out of this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> he said cocaine and a place that we all know. <laughs> Definitely not hanging out with cops and doing all that. Never, stuff. No. never in a million years. It's a great no. place. You got to go there. There's like mics every fucking day there. You know, go, 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 go. It's sick, super sick. In fact, are you on it? Are you no, on the next I'm, Hell's Yes? I'm not. I'm not. But uh, that's then fuck Steve, it. Steve Picaro's birthday. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Steve Picaro's birthday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Need- I, are you on it? No. Yeah. Uh, I practically had to beg to get on that one. <laughs> no, I didn't actually have to beg. I think it was just timing. Yeah. And Aaron yeah. likes me. Um, but Aaron likes you too. Yeah. Love Aaron. Yeah. Got no bad shit to say yeah. about Aaron. Yeah, that's right. I I try to do the fifty fifty or sell the punch just so I can do five minutes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Something, yeah, yeah, something. Well, it's weird too, cause like, I don't know, like, I like brought my parents to the first Wawa that I did, the first Hell Yeah that I. That's did. awesome. So I was like, uh, uh, yeah, it was fun. My aunts came out too. That's sick. Yeah, it was, they had a good time. It was outside, so it was like. Mine was super outside cold. too. No, <laughs> no, super cold. Yeah, yeah, that's actually, I think. That was like when I started to actually come around to WoW. I think uh, like I went either to that hell yeah or to like one mic before that hell yeah. That was a good hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I still got the video from oh, that. Yeah. yeah, I still got the video. <laughs> yeah. That's my only. It's funny, uh, Matt Rivera. You know Matt Rivera, nice, super nice guy, but he was like booking some show or something recently, and I thought he'd see me do good there or whatever because I have done good in front of him. Yeah. He goes, send me a tape. I'm like, mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it, like it feels. I don't think I've texted intrusive. him since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. uh, the only tape I have is that, and then half uh, of that yeah. is like me getting very mad at like the fucking everybody talking. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. The half of it is, you yeah, know. But you had a good riff on it. <laughs> I did, but you know, it's funny. I showed my parents that. I showed yeah. my parents that, and I was super proud of it. And they go, uh, "Why do you have to curse so much?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, guys clean comedy is hard and I'm just not there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think my parents? I talk about dicks for five minutes. <laughs> parents are like, let's see, he's 35 and not married and he only does stage time about dicks. Hmm. <laughs> like, I swear I'm, I'm not. It's okay if you are. <laughs> <laughs> I might in three years if I don't get any pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's getting close. It's, it's getting, getting close. It's <laughs> just like clenching your fucking knees. It's like, it's getting close. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm up to here with cum. <laughs> Somebody relieve me! God damn it! I'll just close my eyes. I don't. <laughs> That's the thing too, because there's so many 
fucking guys who get no pussy in comedy, and I feel bad for girls. I feel bad for the girls that do come because like uh, they yeah. literally all they have to do is like show up and be there, and fucking so and so will be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, yeah. uh, bro, can you get it a comeback more than once? Yeah, you yeah. fucking idiot. Like, yeah. Definitely pro tip to anyone doing comedy. Get pussy before you start going to these mics because the girls, like, the girls are just usually the sweetest people I've ever met. Like, and they just don't, not, I don't want to say don't deserve it, but like they don't deserve you being like a fucking yeah, yeah. come up to your eyeballs, fucking creep ass guy. <laughs> like, they really don't deserve that. Very, uh, like, I, I can't really think of any girl, like, that's not the sweetest. Yeah. Freaking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's. I can't think of anyone. It's like, strange that there's not. Like, there's no bitches in comedy. I mean, there are. Because, like, some of them are kind of yeah. bitches. You know what I mean? Like, but in yeah. a, the best way. They're like bad bitches. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the best way. But it's just like, yeah, I don't know how it went to there, but it's just like. <laughs> I think it was me and Tim talking about being gay. Yeah, like, I don't want like, like freaking. We like women. We love women. Yeah, we love women. Yeah, we. They're do. the best. They're they the best. I just don't want freaking. Treat them with respect. We're like, who's we're... a scooter? I want scooter girl to show up and be like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> be like, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm sh- I showed up. What? I showed up and I'm a seven. What? <laughs> oh, just like, what? Oh. I got a scooter. I'm the cutest freaking patootus you ever seen. What? You know what I mean? I wanted to come. Yeah, I want yeah. to come and have a good ass time. Yeah. I'm not trying to. It's just like. I'm in a winter coat. What? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I feel like that goes rampant. You know what I mean? Because, like... Well, also, like, so we do this seven days a week. As I'm saying. Pretty much. Yeah, like, yeah. And this is our social structure. So when some some girl comes in, it's like... Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be like that. Get pussy. For the love of God, get pussy. <laughs> yeah. Or be super funny. Oh, something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something. Fucking something. Yeah. I think I Don't heard... Don't be creepy. Heard, be funny. Uh, yes. Yeah, who's that girl? It wasn't Scooter Girl. Some other girl came through. Wasn't Who's Scooter Girl? I'm sorry to keep calling Scooter Girl. You know her, right? Carrie Costa. Carrie Costa's awesome. Hilarious comedian. <laughs> awesome. Super duper cute. Yeah. Not yeah. trying to dive headfirst between her legs because I'm trying to... You know what I'm saying? Not doing that. Super cute, super cool, super funny. Has a scooter. Um, Some other girl came through and like... I forget who it was, but literally... Literally, got some guy like walks into the bar. It was like me and Aaron, and that like girl walks past her, and like I fucking see him almost like Pepe Le Pew going like like a cartoon like dance. After. Like, uh, he says something like um says something like fucking uh it's my mission to woo her. I'm a hopeless romantic, and I'm like yeah, emphasis on hopeless. You fucking yeah, yeah. Guchamongo, you fucking bitch. Just like desperate. come on, <laughs> yes, get pussy please we want more girls to come out yeah. and not feel creeped out yeah i know i'm really just talking at myself through all of this but please positive affirmation that's what i'm man. saying son i would lo- i would love it if more girls could come out and feel super yeah. duper 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 comfortable yeah you know well that's I mean? a weird thing so like comedy has given me confidence in a way that like i can talk to anybody about anything now like i don't feel restricted yeah that, yo yeah. me too i've definitely yeah but that's because i'm comfortable I was I was able to feel comfortable in a place in public speaking on a microphone. Yeah. If you do not feel comfortable speaking about anything, like I'm limiting your comedy then. You know what I mean? So like I, I I'm saying yeah. yes. Yeah. Dude, you hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. You're talking about with girls. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They yeah. should feel comfortable so they can be funny. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. what girl like all I do is make dick jokes. 
I know a lot of girls who just make pussy yeah, jokes. Yeah, my pussy. Yeah, 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 exactly. But if they don't feel com- comfortable talking about whatever they want, aka their pussy, yeah. because like they're gonna be like, "Hey guys, like oh, she said pussy." <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I don't know, it's super weird, you know. But also, like I, I want to say, like don't be in a relationship when you start comedy. (laughs) I think that's the worst thing you could possibly do. Why? Because you do, like, to get good, you need to do this six nights a week. You will completely neglect your personal, your your significant other. Yes, but I'm not a relationship expert by any means. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like girls makes girls like really fucking horny, and um, oh, like yeah. you have to get through the first. But you, yeah, have to, you have yeah, to get yeah, through yeah. that. But that is very, very like we have a, a thing in us. I have no idea how we got here, but we have a thing <laughs> in, in, in us that's like girl is sad. Absolutely not. We need to. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, hard for yeah. us to get through. But them is just like. You know what I mean? It's very, very not not matter at all. Very like very surface. You got to get through that, and yeah. it's like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, well, the thing because girls like, like seeing like dri- I feel like girls love seeing men that are driven anything. Yeah. So it was like you know, babe, I'm like gonna go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, can I come? It's like, you ready to have the worst time of your entire life? <laughs> yeah. No? Then please don't come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, there, there's also, like, there's, like, comedy, not, com- well, there's comedy couples, but then there's also, sure. like, like, I know, like, um, like, shout out to poor fucking Kelsey Volk. She's a sweetheart <laughs> for fucking sitting through every Monday and Tuesday open mic at Brighton Bar. Uh, she like does comedy occasionally, uh-huh. but she's a musician. She's a really good singer-songwriter. Cool. I don't know who this is, but oh, shout uh, out to her. Carl, do you know Carl Callen at all? No. It's such a weird divide between North and South Jersey. It's just I don't know these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, when you said that, I thought you were talking about Tony Loud's girlfriend, and I was like, I'm pretty sure oh. her name's not Kelsey, but also I know her kind of as Tony Loud's girlfriend. Super sweet, yo, Tony yeah. Loud, shout out, and your girlfriend, super duper duper sweet. Yeah. Like, For, love her. I just forget her name at this moment, and I want to know her by her name, not as your girlfriend. And An- Angelique, or is that Irv's girlfriend? Fuck. She's super nice, this yeah. girl. Like, I um. saw her at RTB. <laughs> I saw her at RTB after not seeing her for a long time. I was like, bitch! Like, bitch! You know what I mean? Yeah. Super duper sweet, but I'm, I'm blanking on her name right now. Freaking love you, girl, wherever you're at. But they're, like, the people that patiently sit through open I, mics yo, and don't do comedy super, it blows yeah. my mind i mean some people legit like it like juggles like juggles likes it uh chris yeah. uh Chiappini. yeah yeah he yeah, likes yeah, it yeah and i kind of am pissed that like people are like oh you gotta get up there and freaking knock it knock it knock it yeah, knock. it's yeah. like um he's a fan yeah just- he's a fan of this like why are you trying to just make him another e- why are you trying yeah. to make him another guy we have to sigh through not yeah. even I bet he might be good I bet he might be good it's yeah. that, but it's like you know I'm like sighing through like 90% of, and it's like oh, come on I just want to get up he's a guy that's a fan yeah, you, you know what I'm saying yeah I want the fans bring Encourage more fans yeah, yeah, yeah exactly I hate the people and it's yeah. always like I feel like it's always the worst comics that say shit like that yeah. and not even the worst people <laughs> but like the guys that are the worst at comedy that are not that don't get what it is yeah. they're just going up to you know what I mean me uh, I'm still learning <laughs> but but I know enough to I want a fan you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. 
the worst people are always like, I'm going to make sure you get up and like fucking be embarrassed yeah. like me. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, just no, just... why would you do that? <laughs> this kid, like, it's not, it literally is not yeah, for yeah. everybody. Freaking guy with the kid with the hammer. We should have never done comedy, probably. Mm-hmm. And we should all have been smart enough. Like, I love the, um, I love the whole fucking open free speech aspect of it. It's like, come out and say whatever the fuck you want and yeah. da 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 da. It's really not for everybody. Yeah. And someone, like, one of us should have been smart enough to, like, be like, no, you can't come back or just, like, bruh, like. Yeah. But none of us were. And in fact, half of us were stupid, like, being like, I'm going to take you under my wing, bro. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. yeah What's the thing? So, like, it, it, there's a weird, a weird. It's like podcasting where, like, anybody can do this. Exactly. Should no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's fucking yo stand up, especially in this environment that we're in. The both of us, it's like, yeah, it's not easy. It's yeah. not. It takes a toll on your brain and soul, like yeah. hardcore. Yeah. It really, truly, truly does. And you callous yourself, and at the same time, you grow to let all that shit like yeah. roll off your back. Because yo, even if you're not like um on stage, like Tim Rage is on stage and goes, ah, isn't John the Man such a fucking blah? And then <laughs> if I'm like, oh, fuck, Tim Rage said that, and I can't believe everybody said that about me. Everybody must think that about me all the time. They laugh. Fuck, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, of course, everyone's thinking about John the Man all the time. They don't have lives. They're thinking about how that one time Tim Rage said that thing, and now it's entirely what my entire perception of myself. <laughs> yeah. e- e- even that, you have to be like, ah, ha, ha, you son of, you know, yeah, and it's yeah. already done. But yeah, yo, it does. It takes some fucking toll out of you. Yeah. It's not for everybody, and I fucking hate it when people are like, "Well, I've been embarrassing myself for three months. I want to make sure everyone does this." It's like, yeah, no, yeah, no. Let's make sure no one does that. In fact, yeah. maybe you should quit. Don't quit. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, like I, don't know. I, I completely agree that it's not for. It should not be for everyone. It's really not, yo. It's, like people, if you get up and tell me a meme in front of me i yo i i don't walk out often well you're yeah, yo <laughs> now nah, but tim you're like a writery writer 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 yeah, like and i noticed yeah. that about you like you're writing and um i like don't yeah i don't know like <laughs> yeah, i re- see, like and you know what i really am like hope this goes well <laughs> uh, you know and that's kind of been my style for the whole time and yeah. sometimes it's been real nice and sometimes it hasn't and yeah. boo fucking who yeah you know what i mean it's the same thing with with the, the the writing stuff like sometimes i'll spend hours on, on crafting what i think is a great bit and then it goes up there and because i don't have the personality that you do like to connect right away i feel like i have a shitty personality thank you so much bro <laughs> like i feel like so, i literally you am like yeah fun energetic personality thank that you. pulls people in right away thank you but yeah yeah <laughs> so like but like that's it's funny that there is like two types of comedy. There's personality driven comedy, and then there's super writery comedy. Yeah. But then the best comedians mix the both. Where like, that's why I always try to write a joke that nobody can tell but me. That's great. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. That's, that's... The only, that's the only way you're gonna be anybody. Like, like the thing about posting too. Like, I think probably I'm definitely annoyed at the singing, and I think we all are a little bit. But I'm pretty sure none of us go up to him and go. I'm pretty sure I had a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure no, no, no one's one. ever ever yeah. done that. Yeah, you know. What and I mean? like that's 
This is like, you ever try, you ever write in post in, in your head? Like, you know what? So many people do that. Like this new kid, Chris Pernod is like, I think, dude, a weekend was like, I'm pretty sure I wrote post in a joke. And, like, and I did that too. I remember doing that because you get the one liners and you're trying, but uh, those are hard. <laughs> Here's my post in joke. Yo, yo, Kimmy. I have a joke. It's a, oh, I forget, I forget the order of it now. Uh, I have a joke. It's wrapped in yarn. I'm sorry, it's a little inside baseball. Because <laughs> <laughs> the inside of a baseball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rubber bands or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny. I yeah. think I had a couple postman jokes, but again, I don't I really don't write my shit down. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of fucking shit is just off in the ether yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But I had I thought I had something. I, I also have a one linery <laughs> kind of writing style, but thought I had something I fucking forget. Mm -hmm. I, my favorite. Do you have a favorite post and joke? Um, I think we'll end on this. We'll end on our favorite post and joke. So you, is there like uh, a way you wrap it up? Uh, I, I just hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> That's inside baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, probably it's actually. You, I don't really have a favorite post and joke. I have a favorite bit that he does. Like, cause you know he he does yes. the bits with the. The cards. I love the fucking when he was fucking around with the cards. Oh, and like he, showing the joke and shit like that, or he would like hand out a, a card. He would have four sheets, so one was hearts, aces, spades, and diamonds. And he, you know, like, so he'd go and like pick a card, pick a card, and like he'd fuck around with the people like faster, come on! I only got so much. Like, I I love when he does that. Like that's Boy. my favorite delivery mm. system of his. But joke wise, maybe the fan one. It's the fan one. Uh, I set my air conditioner to fan mode and just shouted, Steve, 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 <laughs> Steve. <laughs> and my favorite, my favorite of all time, post and joke, because I do like a lot of them, is, is uh, pine, oak, cedar. We're not out of the woods yet. <laughs> i'm big into that joke bro i'm big into that shit son yeah it's fucking awesome yeah. shout out to steve postman who's yeah. in vegas right now oh yeah and uh actually it was one of the last episodes go buy his book serial uh surreal serial on amazon i'm gonna see if there's a fat bitch in here no there's no there's no fat bitches there's all Slender and sleek babes. Oh no, shit, yeah. son. Yo, sh no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's, I don't want to give away the the plot, but it's like there's a serial killer and a detective, and she uh, tattoos, and she's very sultry. Whoa. And the detective is also very sultry. Oh. Yeah. And then there's also another character who's a man, so I don't think men can be sultry, but I'm sure he would be considered. Did sultry. Steve Poston literally just use his English education degree to write one-liner puns and fucking <laughs> lesbian porno scripts? <laughs> <laughs> then she walks in with a trucker hat on, takes it off, and the rest of her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about art, man. Yeah, it could be anything, could son. could be anything. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thank you for coming down. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug, your social or whatever? I do not use social media because it bitterly... Um, I'm very bitter about how much it, it um, is popular. <laughs> okay, so I very I like do it in the worst way. But I am in a rock band. 
ukulele inspired, ukulele infused punk rock band, the only one in New Jersey, the best one in New Jersey, called Springwood. And I'm about to plug this right now. I don't know how many people watch this, but I'm going to plug the Facebook. And the, the Facebook is at the Springwood Sound, the Springwood Sound, S P R I N G W O O D Sound, right? And the Instagram, which we need to like, we need to bump the Instagram. A little bit more because we have a little less followers on there. I'm gonna search it up real fast. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm not sure when this is coming out, so I don't. I have uh, a a roast battle in Easton, PA, on uh, May first. I'm going against Ned Arnold, who uh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really know him that well. He's kind of a weird kid, but very, very like nice, like soft spoken, um, real cool kid. I, I, younger i think he's younger than me yeah yeah i know I, all i know is of him is that he beat lemaire and some other guy in a roast battle where they did two on one wow yeah and he beat them so like yeah he's really I'm smart with my a game yo yeah you should yeah. yo shout out to the one you did with raf that was yeah yeah that's, yeah shout out to comedy fight club Go check them out on YouTube. Uh, hilarious stuff. I got a hilarious story to tell you when we end this because it's really funny. All right. <laughs> um, I just wanted to uh, say my Instagram for my band is springwood.ukulele.infusedrock. Check us out. We're actually playing at a very familiar spot for the comedy spot. We're going to be playing at the Reserve Club of Elmwood Park. Hell yeah. April 24th on Saturday. We're actually going to have um, the local Sayerville radio station has like um, these guys named Tara and Paul, the Duke and Duchess of Rock and Roll. They're going to be coming out and like introducing us and stuff nice. like that. I think we're going to be playing for a good two hours with a bucket mic hosted by me to yeah. follow. I That's think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mic, right? That's the tiki yes. mic. I, everyone should come. More people, more fun. Yeah. And my guitar player is bringing out all of his gear to Elmwood Park and is not sure about whether or not he's it's going to be worth. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, we don't know how many people are coming. I am a bad promoter. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just starting this out. But please, 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 April 24th. Hopefully it comes out before then. Um, please yeah. come. It, it well, because that's either this weekend or next weekend. I'm not sure. It is yeah. two weekends from now, from this moment. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. It's, it's going to be a great time. time. Yeah, support local comedy, support local music. You can do both by coming to this gig. Yeah. What? You can do both <laughs> by coming to that gig, bro. Yeah, Yo, Tim Rage. I fucking love you, doggy. I love you too, John Demand. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. This is so fun. Thank you. I, I had fun too. Word. Play us out, Tim. Tim's kind of dumb, let's help him get smart. It's time to teach Tim stuff.